Good evening. Welcome to New Life Baptist Church. It's our Christmas Eve service here tonight. Glad to see some faces here and anybody joining online. Now let's uh, start with a word of prayer quickly here and then we'll have a scripture reading and we'll begin our service with some singing. Heavenly Father, we come tonight as uh, a family born uh, again in Christ Jesus as brothers and sisters, and and God, we just seek to uh, be together, to worship you, to exalt your name, to celebrate that uh, God himself came to be with us, emptied yourself, took on the form of a man on our behalf to live a life of perfect righteousness and perfect obedience to the Father, even to the end, and in death, uh, bearing our sins in life, conquering death and sin and hell forever. God, and, and uh, we celebrate all of this tonight, specifically then this, this first Advent as a, as a mark to remember. And we seek to just exalt your name in spirit and in truth. And God, just prepare our hearts here in this moment to sing and, and lift up our voices together. Clear our, clear our voices uh, that we may sing clearly and loudly and, uh, in your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand together and sing a couple of songs here. Uh, I will read Micah 5, 2. <clears throat> but you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting. Let's sing together a little town of Bethlehem. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and streamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. For Christ is born of Mary and gathered all together proclaim the holy birth and praises sing to God the King and peace to men on earth how silently how silently the wondrous gift is given so God Sings of his head. No ear 
262 away in a manger. to refer to the celebration as the nativity or the birth. Another possible root for Noel, uh, also from the French, is the word uh, nouvelles, which means news. As the popular carol says, 
The first Noel, the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds. Uh, The meaning of news certainly makes sense in that context. However, the early usage and definition of Noel seemed to focus more on the idea of birth, and that's probably the more accurate meaning. Uh, The English carol, the first Noel, is a joyous pronouncement that the king of Israel has been born. When we sing the song or wish someone a joyous Noel, uh, we are following the example of the angels announcing the good news that Jesus Christ was born, not just for Israel, but for all mankind, so that we could receive forgiveness of sins through him. All right, let's stand together and sing the first Noel. Okay. 
Christmas is number 287 if you want to grab your hymnals and follow along in there, 287. Um, if we figure out it's real new to us, we may just go back and do the first verse again. As an, uh, a note for Ethan there. Um, and after this, uh, shortly thereafter, we will be taking communion. Uh, let's go ahead and sing this song. Let's at least start the first verse here, and if we need to go back, we can. Gathered round your table on his holy eve, viewing Bethlehem's stable, I rejoice and grieve. Joy to see you lying in your manger bed, weep to see you dying in our sinful stead. Let's go ahead and do the first verse again. Gathered round your table on this holy eve, viewing Bethlehem's stable, we rejoice and grieve. Joy to see you lying in your manger bed. Weep to see you dying in our sinful stead. Prince of glory, gracing heaven arms again. Now for us embracing death, the Son of Man. By your birth so lowly, by your love so true, by your cross most holy, Lord, we worship you. Bethlehem's incarnate, Calvary's bitter cross, Wrought for us salvation by your pain and loss. Now we fall before you in this holy place. Prostrate we adore you for your gift of grace. 
With profoundest wonder we your body take Wrought for angel yonder, broken for our sake Hushed in adoration we approach the cup Bethlehem's pure oblation Freely offered up And the last Christmas babe so tender Lamb who bore our blame How shall sinners render Praises to your name Do your own good pleasure In the lives we bring in your ransom treasure, reign forever, King. Amen. Let's be seated. today, Lord, for all the families of this church, Lord, who are here to worship you, Lord, to keep our focus of this holiday season upon you, upon the greatness of your life among us, Lord, upon the many things that you've given us and blessed us with, Lord, for the salvation and hope we have because you came and lived among us, Lord. Lord, we praise your name. Lord, we seek your blessing. Lord, we seek you in the things that we do, Lord. May you be center in our life. Lord, it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. There's two times in, in Jesus' life that we draw um, more focus to in the Christian life, and it's the birth of Christ, which we'd like to celebrate in December, and then his death on the cross and resurrection that we celebrate at Easter. And so it's very fitting that we, we join these together in this ceremony tonight as we take, take the communion and remember Christ's sacrifice for us as we also remember his birth. Um, I want to read for you a little passage out of Luke chapter 22. I'll start in verse 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us, that we may eat. On to verse 14. When the hour had come, he sat down with the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, With fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, 
This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. If you would, take the, take the cup that you've been given and open up the portion of the bread. In remembrance of, of Christ's act with his disciples, could I get a man to say a quick prayer for us over the bread? Thank you. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant of my blood, which is shed for you. Can you open the other part of your, your communion? Can I get a man to say a quick prayer over, over the cup for us? So this is a song um, that Pastor Eric specifically requested for Tanner and I to do tonight. Um, He heard it and he just thought it would be very fitting for Christmas Eve service and expectation of birth of our Lord and Savior. Like you think, no golden slippers on his feet. The king is born tonight. Just a stable to call home, but he doesn't even feel alone. The king is born tonight. So feast your eyes on the holy one. Fight for freedom has begun. away they felt the joy traveled so that they could adore the king born tonight his mother and his father there blown away that they would raise the king born tonight 
eyes on the Holy One. The fight for freedom has begun. Sons and daughters, you must rise. The King is born tonight. And every little thing, every little thing will be different. Peace on earth to the men and women and the children. for this time and this place to come together. Thankful for the joy that we share. We ask your healing on those who are sick. We ask that you would heal their bodies and that you would reach their hearts, Lord. We are thankful again for all that you have brought and for the joy and the hope that we share. In your name we pray, Jesus, amen. So I'd like to give a devotion tonight on um, traditions and what we hold hope in and hold joy. Uh, Christmas is a time where we have many different traditions. We have a lot of transplants here from different areas. So people grew up doing different things. Different things are special at at their homes. Um, Some of us bake treats and goodies. Some sing songs around a piano if you're gifted like that. Some visit family, uh, some visit those who do not have family around. Um, there are catchy songs, bright decorations, and usually great expectations. There are memories savored and hopes for the future. Uh, in my own family growing up, um, we would bake different kinds of treats. Treats. So starting in the beginning of December, there'd be constant batches of cookies, brownies, fudge, caramels, little peanut butter things with cornflakes and too much sugar. Um, And it would be kind of like a week's worth of baking. And then we would plate them all up on the table. The table would be full of just different plates. And then we'd take a few days and we'd go and just drive to our neighbors and our friends. And we'd go visit with them for a half an hour and usually eat one or two of the things that we had brought them to be polite. And um, those are really good memories that I have and carry forward and just enjoyed doing. It was something I looked forward to every year. Um, So I'd like to think about, take a moment and think about why we celebrate Christmas, because certainly the baking of treats was not what was special. It was going and being with family and friends and sharing those joys and those hopes. 
Um, so like Les had said, you know, we tend to celebrate two events in Jesus's life, his birth and then his death and resurrection. We, we don't really celebrate him turning water into wine or raising Lazarus or feeding thousands with a basket of bread and a few fish twice. Um, instead, we celebrate his birth and his resurrection. Um, we celebrate the birth of a baby full of hope and hope for the future. Um, so I'm going to read uh, Luke 2. Um, and it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinus was governing Syria, so all went to be registered, everyone to his own town. Joseph also went up to Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth in Judea, to the city of David, which was, Beth- which was called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, uh, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, and behold, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an a- Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone from heaven from, from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told to them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. The shepherds mainly get most of the credit and certainly they had the angels appear to them which would have been miraculous Um, but there were others that were waiting expectantly um, referenced further on that don't normally get sung about in Christmas songs which is Simeon and Anna Uh, so further down in Luke 2 in verse 25 and behold there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon this man was just and devout waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So when he came by the Spirit into the temple, when the parents brought uh, in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. 
Jesus' salvation was the kind of hope worth spending decades in the same place for, eagerly waiting, praying and fasting. And that's what Simeon and also Anna did, where they spent decades in the temple, day and night, waiting. But that's the hope that we have now. It's not something that is far off or away. It's something that we have and received in his death and resurrection. And this hope that we are eagerly awaiting for, or that we have eagerly, they eagerly awaited for, is present now. In Romans 14, 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. We have this joy present with us, that the kingdom of God is characterized by those things, righteousness and joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. As we sing our final song, um, please remember that this is not just a hope that is far off. This is a hope that is present, a hope that is available to all. This is not something that good works are required for. It is faith in Christ alone. Okay. As we light our candles... We we bow to the light. So, apart from symbolism, when we're lighting our candles, the flame stays up, and the person lighting. Lord, we are thankful for your light. We are thankful for your warmth. The warmth in our hearts and the light that you bring. Please, Lord, be with those who are in need tonight, who need your warmth and your light. We are thankful for your free gift, which is available to all, young and old, anyone in need. Thank you for the joy that we share and the hope that we 
all have. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you can, let's stand together one last time here. And let's sing Silent Night. Before you start walking around.
Merry Christmas. Thank you for coming.